You're listening to The Birdbath, presented by The Fountain Report. I'm your host, Ryan Leach. Welcome back to The Birdbath. Each week, we scrape the surface of the news you need to know, so let's get into it. We're kicking off this week with the naughty list. The FDA sent out nine warning letters to manufacturers and distributors of unapproved and misbranded antimicrobial animal drugs in violation of federal law. The products referenced in the warning letters are marketed and labeled for minor species such as aquarium fish and pet birds and are being illegally marketed over the counter. The companies that received warning letters were Valley Veterinary Clinic, Silver Lease, Midland Veterinary Services, Craft Drug, Chewy Inc., California Veterinary Services, Aquarium Pharmacy, Aquanest Biotic, and American Aquarium Products. The FDA is telling people that if they have any of these medications from these companies, that they do recommend disposal of them in a safe manner. The reason why this matters, though, is because as we increase the utilization of these antimicrobial drugs, if they're misused, it increases the resistance and the difficulty of treating these conditions, not only in the animals that these were given to, but in other animals within the supply chain. Now, this ties in kind of interestingly, if you look at a recent report that was put out by the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy, they said that there was a 4% increase in antibiotic use in food producing animals last year. Now, the the latest summary report from the FDA Center for Veterinary Medicine shows 6.2 million kilograms of medically important antibiotics were sold and distributed for use in livestock in 2022, up from 5.9 million kilograms in 2021. This amount has been steadily increasing since 2017. What this means is that we're seeing an overall increase of antibiotics not only being used properly in this instance, but at a higher level, but also partnering that with the misuse of antibiotics and antimicrobial drugs does cause some sense of concern when we look at the overall drug resistance as it could come down through multiple different species. Just in time for the holiday travel season, Vetster has announced a partnership with Air Canada to provide around-the-clock access to Vetster's virtual veterinary services for pets traveling in cargo. Now, what the offer is, is that Vetster has worked with Air Canada to find trained Air Canada personnel that can now use Vetster on behalf of the pet parents to connect with licensed veterinarians who can support pets traveling in cargo and in need of medical assistance. What they do after the trip's completed, the pet f- the medical files are sent to the pet parent's local veterinarian, keeping a very clear and consistent line of that care that's happened for the pet. This is incredible. I mean, I I know I personally have moved across country and back and drove because I could not imagine my big guy Walter being in the cargo hold. And there's countless stories coming out from all different airlines. And every year, we always have to hear at least a few of these that are absolutely heartbreaking. So kudos to Vetster for stepping up and finding a cool partnership with Air Canada to be able to take care of these animals when they are needing to be traveled with. The CEO of and co-founder of Vetster, Mark Bordeaux, said traveling can be stressful and traveling with pets can often feel like an added stress, but it doesn't have to be. 
Pet parents are looking for transparent, effective, and timely care for their pets when flying. Air Canada's forward thinking ensures pet parents can confidently travel with their pets and trust they will receive expert care no matter their destination. For Vetster, this is only the beginning. We're committed to building and exploring new paths to enhance the lives of pet parents everywhere. Well, Vetster, thank you so much. I think this is going to be fantastic. Other airlines, reach out to them. Reach out to other virtual care providers. As the laws are beginning to change and adapt around telemedicine, this is a fantastic way to be able to add an additional safety layer and an additional urgent care situation for pets that are traveling across the country. Reports are showing that consumers are trading down the quality of their pet food to counter pet food inflation. A recent report from Packaged Facts, which is a which is a part of the Fredonia Group in their Pet Food in the U.S. 17th edition, showed that 78% of dog owners and 84% of cat owners rank pet food as one of their most important products for pet health. But in the last 12 months, they have actually moved to lower price options. Now, 37% of owners after they've traded down to a lower level food, have stated that they believe that private label options provide the same or better quality nutrition than national brands. And these same pet owners, though, have said that they are still believing that they're seeking out pet food formulations with quality ingredients, regardless of the price point. Uh, It's a bit of a juxtaposition there. If they are trading down to lower cost options, I'm curious to see what the sort of the the research pieces. As we talked about last week, the pet food industry was definitely one with a lot of innovation coming out. And so it's it could be interesting to see how the increase in pet food cost and the inflation around that is affecting what people are buying, but perhaps the introduction of alternative proteins at a lower cost could be an interesting way to be able to increase the nutritional value while reducing the cost for pet parents. Now, General Mills also raised this same topic in their last quarter earnings reports. They said that their segment sales remained flat year over year, but we're still at $580 million in the pet food space. And on this last earning call, their management states that they expect the difficult category dynamics to persist in the pet segment throughout 2024, and they don't see any major changes in the economic viewpoint for pet parents in the near term. Now, General Mills has a small number of items in the pet food portfolio, but does have a very large piece of it with their Blue Buffalo ownership that they acquired in 2018, as well as in July of 2021 when they purchased Tyson Foods' pet treat business. I'll continue to keep up to date on where this pet food inflation goes and let us know if you've done anything to change what you're feeding your pets based on cost. A feel-good story of the week comes to us from BuyMyDadsVetClinic.com. Take a second and listen to the beginning of this incredible video. This is Jeff. Jeffrey Frank Stepanek. Just say Jeffrey Stepanek. Jeffrey Stepanek. But to me, he's always been dad. For 40 years, he has owned and operated the Ark Animal Hospital. That's a lot of pets. Come on, Moses. Come on, babe. Come on, Kenzie. People. And one time, a frozen cat. I don't think that's a great story. Because we have like a news article about it. That was a slow news day. Around here, everyone knows Dr. Jeff. Hello, how are you? As a vet, my dad has done a little bit of everything.
accept, retire. So it's time to find the next Dr. Jeff. Here's why you should buy my dad's vet clinic. And that was just the beginning. Now, Elizabeth Stepanek took quite a few people by storm with this beautiful and incredible video that she made in an effort to sell her dad's vet clinic. Now, the Ark Animal Hospital is based in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and Elizabeth really did a spectacular job here of, of flipping the entire script of what we're expecting to see. Traditionally, when people are looking to sell their veterinary practice, there's a lot of hush-hush whispers and concern and questions by the staff of what's happening, who's buying it, what's going on here. But with this incredible video and an absolute viral campaign, it's not only brought this issue of selling an independent and, and single doctor veterinary practice to the forefront of many people's mind, but it's also made it really fun and engaging and, and showed what kind of a spectacular life independent veterinary practice owners can have. Uh, when we spoke with Elizabeth, what she told us was that that she did this in an effort to change the way potential buyers are connecting with sellers. What she said is there's a major disconnect between the two and buyers can't be looking at stale practice for sale ads on the AVMA website when they're thinking of buying. Having to meet the buyers where they are, social media and forms that catch their attention. A video. My dad and what he built can't be summed up in three lines in an ad or even properly marketed by a broker. Thus, we created the video and website to showcase this amazing opportunity for the next owner. Well, Elizabeth, I think you did it. I think that anyone that has not seen this video, whether you're looking to buy a practice, whether you're someone that buys practices, sells practices, owns a practice, does social media marketing, any type of marketing, you owe it to yourself and you owe it to the Stepanics to check out buymydadsvetclinic.com. It's an incredible video and I'm really glad to be able to spread the word about it. Now you might be sitting there wondering, Ryan, why are you not hitting on the biggest story that hit vet news last week. And that's Chewy's announcement that they are launching their own practices across the country with Chewy Vet Care. Well, we thought that that deserved a little bit more time than what the birdbath is structured to bring you here. And so what I'd love to do is make sure that everyone takes time out of their day on Friday to read an incredible piece in the Fountain Report by Candace Goodwin. Candace is the principal at Outlier Advisors, and she's going to be sharing her insights on what Chewy's veterinary clinic launch means for the consumerization of pet care. She's got a massive amount of experience in the retail, veterinary, e-commerce, and pharmaceutical sector, and she's going to take that information partnered with all of the information from Chewy's recent investor day and bring an incredible story to the Fountain Report on Friday. So if you're not yet subscribed, make sure to check it out. There's a link in the bio, and we actually are offering a free 30-day trial for anyone that wants to sign up, read that article, and see what else we have to offer within the team here. It's going to be an incredible story, something that we're very excited to follow and continue up to date on. So make sure to check out the Fountain Report this Friday for more news. Now, if you're looking for something else to fill your busy holiday calendar this Wednesday, December 20th at 1130 a.m. Central Time, I will be hosting a webinar with Dr. Cody Creelman. The webinar is called From DVM to CEO, Cody Creelman's Blueprint to Practice Ownership. I'm going to be sitting down with Cody and having kind of an open conversation around what his journey was from an independent practice owner to creating his own group with FenVet. 
Cody's been super open and will continue to be really open throughout the conversation about things that he found successful, his business plan, his business model, and how others can replicate what he's built in Canada and bring that across the entire world. So I'm very excited to see it. There's a link in the bio as well for that to make sure that you can sign up and, and listen in. And for more on these and other stories, join us by subscribing to The Fountain Report. As always, there's a link in the bio, and don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing and rating the show. For The Birdbath, I'm Ryan Leach. See you next week. 